Welcome to the Weekly Investment Outlook podcast from Deutsche Bank's Private Bank, looking at the most important issues for investors in the week ahead. Welcome, everyone. It's Friday, and this means time for our CIO Weekly Investment Outlook podcast, where we discuss what moves markets and what is key for the week up front. Today, I'm speaking with the Private Bank's Global Chief Investment Strategist and Chief Investment Officer for the EMEA region, Dirk Steffen. Dirk, great to have you. How are you? Uh, thank you. I'm doing quite quite good, given what's happening on the markets, I would say. Indeed, and that's what uh, we would like to talk about with you. It's actually very timely that we speak. Uh, this week has been, uh, it's, I think it's fair to say, a turbulent one. Markets experienced a tough week. Uh, Treasury yields marched to uh, ever higher 16-year peaks. Equities globally dipped uh, to the lowest since March. And all eyes today were on the U.S. payrolls data. They're just out. Dick, can you share um, share your thoughts uh, on the on the data with us? Sure. The, the the labor market is actually doing very well, and that uh, should should be good news, I guess. But uh, the capital markets are taking uh, good developments on the economic front as bad news, if you want. So um, good news is bad news. It sounds a bit um, absurd, if I may say that, because uh, we should probably be happy that the US is, the economy is doing just fine. But of course, uh, the market is uh, is always uh, thinking about what's next, and uh, the the stronger the data, um, the I would say, the more restrictive pol- monetary policy is probably um, in store. So that's why um, we see quite quite strong moves, especially on the bond market, where um, you know everything is of course immediately priced in. And uh, also this theme we had for a while now, higher for longer, uh, seems to be um, more cemented now uh, because uh, the US economy is doing just fine. So, um, of course, uh, the worry is that at some point um, rates are simply too high to be taken by by the economy and hence by the market. And that's why we see these uh, recently more negative moves both on the bond side and on the stock market side. So in a way, you know, I, I would like to be happy about these data releases, but I can't <laughs> because the, the financial markets are taking it in a negative way. Indeed. So it's actually good news for the for the employment market, but less so for the capital markets. Do you see this trend continuing into the next week, um, Dirk, or do you think it's just uh, for the market today to digest the, the latest data? No, I mean next week will will of course uh, give us some some uh, more color on the the recent developments uh, in in the U.S. The focus will will be on inflation, so we get the the next inflation print. Um, it's actually uh, one um, of the last. Well, it's actually the last inflation print before the next uh, Fed meeting early November. So that's why the focus is here clearly on on the monetary side. In uh, Europe, we, we will be closely watching industrial uh, production. So here we, we actually got some, yeah, I would say mixed data really uh, recently on Germany, for instance, where uh, industrial production was actually down. But um, um, just um, even more recently, we got the, the new orders uh, for, for the manufacturing sector and they actually surprised to the upside. So it's it's a volatile data series, but as uh, the markets are uh, quite nervous these days, they tend to to react um, in a sometimes more significant way to minor um, macro data than uh, what is usually the case. 
Okay, let's see how this will continue next week. Um, let's stay briefly in Europe. You've mentioned the industrial production data uh, being released earlier this week for Germany uh, or today. Um, we also seen house prices, uh, UK coming down. Uh, what is the all over sentiment for Europe? I mean, it's, um, I would say sentiment is quite weak and it's, it's an interesting situation because uh, we don't think that the economic outlook is, is that bad, really. So um, if you look at manufacturing, uh, this, this is, of course, more of a problem for Germany than other countries in Europe because, our, because of the structure of our economy here. Um, but uh, this weakness um, in, in manufacturing has been going on for quite a while now. And a lot of this uh, seems to be due to the inventory cycle, where companies simply, you know, are selling the products they already have instead of ordering more. And um, this is, has been going on for a while. And um, maybe, hopefully soon, we get some better news also on, on that side of the economy. Uh, because, as you know, uh, services have been doing quite well, um, but mm. uh, this is is very likely to to peter out some somewhat because of the end of the holiday season. So it's all in all, we could get need some really need some some better news flow on the production side, and it's actually not that um, unlikely that this will will happen uh, relatively soon. As you mentioned, housing, uh, this is uh, I think uh, a problem always ev almost everywhere. Um, not only in Europe, because of the totally changed uh, rate regime. Uh, so um, not much activity, really. Um, parts of the markets are actually frozen, so you don't have lots of transactions. Um, so that's um, one of the more direct consequences of um, tight monetary policy. And uh, as you also mentioned, um, the UK, um, here we actually see negative prints uh, price-wise, but it's also uh, sort of stabilizing somewhat. So um, I wouldn't say that this is a great situation on housing, but uh, at least uh, the, the dramatic moves of the past are hopefully uh, not to be seen in the future. So all in all, I think Europe uh, sentiment quite weak and there's um, still, still a decent chance that uh, things uh, will be bottoming out uh, quite soon. Let's turn to oil uh, briefly. Uh, so prices actually uh, took a turn uh, this week. Uh, it plunged, the price plunged on, on Wednesday uh, and took somehow, I think, also the investors by surprise. Um, where do you see this going? I mean, last week we just were discussing about, you know, a three-digit price. Um, now we are, it seems, a bit far, further away from this again. Uh, where do you see this continuing? Which direction? I mean, this is, uh, you know, one of the wildest markets you can think of, right? So mm -hmm. I think the gas markets are much more volatile, but oil is, has always been, you know, um, providing us with wild moves. And um, just as you said, with uh, the debate about, hundred, you know, um, the global economy at $100 oil had just started and only to, to lead to almost 10% sell-off in, in crude. And um, that was again driven by uh, anxiety, I guess. Uh, some some uh, news related to to po uh, potential demand destruction, uh, as people, you know, the specialists like to say. So high oil prices actually leading to lower demand, and then we had some weaker uh, demand data on the gasoline side, for instance, in the U.S. So, but um, again. I think this was these these large moves were probably uh, a bit exaggerated. Um, if we look a bit um, more medium term, we we think that uh, oil prices are, are likely to stay relatively high, 
And uh, the reason is um, some production issues, you know, OPEC and so on. Um, we don't, uh, Russia is always a, a wild card, of course, and we are heading into the US elections next year. So it's, uh, it's it might be a tricky supply situation. But we don't see uh, really demand weakening, uh, which is also due to strong uh, demand coming out of Asia, of course. And uh, as you know, we are actually um, dealing with record high global oil demand these days, despite all the talk about recession. So overall, I think uh, oil prices will be well supported going forward. Okay, let's uh, yeah, let's see. I'm I'm eyeing for some uh, better news. Let's look ahead, Dirk. Um, what events may impact the markets uh, in the week up front, uh, and what are maybe key events we need to keep on the radar? So, as I mentioned, macro-wise, it's probably really inflation in the U.S. So that will be even more important after you know the latest latest print um, of uh, payroll. So payroll Friday, which as we just discussed, came in pretty strong. Uh, so um, investors will be looking now for the next inflation print and what it means for the next steps by the Fed. And then it's uh, already, can you believe it, uh, earnings season again. So we this will actually be kicked off then uh, versus the end of the week uh, by the large by um, large US banks. Um, if we look at the, what we could expect here, um, actually in the US, uh, the consensus is calling for slight positive uh, earnings growth in Q3 versus Q3 last year. And if you uh, strip out energy, which is a large drag, drag this time around, actually earnings are expected to come in at close to 7% positive growth. So that's the good news here. Um, in Europe, we are lagging uh, in the cycle, so also the, the special effects are running um, um, a bit later. So here, energy is a much larger drag still, so overall, the growth numbers will be negative. But also here, of course, uh, if you strip our energy, um, the, the decline in earnings are, is actually quite moderate. So um, overall, uh, companies have managed expectations quite nicely. We had um, a lot of uh, pre-announcements, if you want. So um, we had guidance issued by more than 100 um, companies in the S&P 500. Um, 74 issued negative EPS or earnings guidance and 42 positive ones. Um, and if you compare that or look at it jointly with some models, you know, top-down macro models we, we run at Deutsche Bank, um, there's also some room for positive surprises. So um, Hopefully, uh, the companies can give us some more guidance on, um, you know, what's happening over the next few quarters because the macro side is, is clearly not helping markets. So um, let's let's see if we can get some stabilization uh, coming from the, the companies themselves. So that's that's it in the nutshell for the next week. Perfect, Dirk. I'd like to end on a, on a positive note. So thanks a lot for sharing your insights today with us. Dear listeners, this was the latest edition of our weekly uh, Investment Outlook podcast. Visit deutschewealth.com to read through our latest CIO publications. And don't forget to tune in in a week from now. Bye-bye. In Europe, Middle East and Africa, as well as in Asia Pacific, this podcast may be considered marketing material. But this is not the case in the US. No assurance can be given that any forecast or target can be achieved. Forecasts are based on assumptions, estimates, opinions and hypothetical models which may prove to be incorrect. Past performance is not indicative of future returns. Performance refers to a nominal value based on price gains and losses and does not take into account inflation. Inflation will have a negative impact on the purchasing power of this nominal monetary value. 
Depending on the current level of inflation, this may lead to a real loss in value, even if the nominal performance of the investment is positive. Investments come with risk. The value of an investment can fall as well as rise, and you might not get back the amount originally invested at any point in time. Your capital may be at risk. The services described in this podcast are provided by Deutsche Bank AG or by its subsidiaries and or affiliates in accordance with appropriate local legislation and regulation. Deutsche Bank AG is subject to comprehensive supervision by the European Central Bank, by Germany's Federal Financial Supervisory Authority and by Germany's Central Bank. Brokerage services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated a broker-dealer and registered investment advisor which conducts investment banking and securities activities in the United States. Deutsche Bank Securities Incorporated is a member of FINRA, NYSE and SIPC. Lending and banking services in the United States are offered through Deutsche Bank Trust Company Americas, member FDIC and other members of the Deutsche Bank Group. The products, services, information and or materials referred to within this podcast may not be available for residents of certain jurisdictions. Copyright 2023, Deutsche Bank AG and or its subsidiaries. All rights reserved. This podcast may not be used, reproduced, copied or modified without the written consent of Deutsche Bank AG.